How has COVID-19 impacted your life? We might be physically apart, but it's more important than ever to stay connected. Every day for a week, we post all sorts of questions on our social media platforms, including Facebook, sometimes Instagram, and Twitter. We ask people to comment to let us know how is this pandemic affecting you, affecting your family, or even your neighbors and close friends. Many people have shared their experiences and advice with us. They've shared some stories as well as some tips. Also their perspectives and their voices. Therefore, I, will, I want to hear from you and I want to deliver some very helpful and impactful information that can help you deal with the day-to-day stressors of this new life that we're all having to deal with around the world. So let's get started. It's absolutely terrible that some people who already had pre-existing conditions such as perhaps they're blind or they are handicapped, they have an inability to, to move around without support of a walker or a rollator. Just for example, prior to COVID-19, they were used to leaving their residence perhaps to take a walk, perhaps to go just outside to get some fresh air, or maybe go to a senior citizen center and socialize with their elderly counterparts. But because of the pandemic and because of the fact of their age bracket and their pre-existing conditions, they are unable to do the things that they once did and it has left an unsurmountable impact on their life, their children's lives, grandchildren's lives, etc. They are homebound for the very first time. And if you are used to going out and doing your thing and moving around and you find yourself homebound, no matter what age you are, you tend to go stir crazy. So I personally am very fortunate to still be able to do the things that I've always done with some limitations, of course. But there are many people who cannot do the things that they once did or even a small fraction of it and, and have to stay home because if they go out there, even if they wear a mask, there is a strong possibility that they can contract this virus, COVID-19. And that is the most difficult thing. Knowing that you can't even go shopping, go to your local grocery store, 
the way you once have. But I'm here to tell you that there are many online grocery delivery services available. You just have to Google. Google your local grocery store, such as Walmart or Kroger's, Target, just to name a few, and you will be surprised that most of these companies will either deliver for free or you can pick it up outside curbside service, which is a plus. So start to find ways to be very creative so that you won't be losing your mind, just beating yourselves against the wall out of boredom. You can be extremely creative by utilizing on-side, online. Did I say on-side? Okay, it's early in the morning, guys. Early in the morning. On-site delivery services and online services. I need to wake up. Do you hear the hoarseness in my voice? What would you like people to know about living in certain restrictions due to the COVID um, pandemic? What would you like people to know? We would love to hear from you guys. You can email your comments to Julie, J-U-L-A, Ducre, D as in dog, U-C-R-E, at gmail.com, J-U-L-A, D-U-C-R-E at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, I had said earlier, a few months back in a prior post, that I wish people would understand that people are really hurting right now. People are really hurting. Not just the elderly, but anybody Anybody that lives and breathes, anybody that has had a job or even if you are homebound, how about the difficulties, excuse me, of going to the doctor's office? How about that? Or going to your local library and using the computer. It's pretty much non-existent. If you live in a small town, because if you live in a small town, there are only X number of computers. And because you have to social distance, most likely those computers, that uh, tool, those resources will be unavailable. Many people are tense right now. Some told me personally that they have been told by store managers that it would no longer be possible to be accompanied by someone if they were blind. Like if you are blind, you have an eye, you have a vision uh, um, disability. Before COVID-19 in some stores, they would allow the blind to be accompanied by another individual. Now, most stores, I should say all stores in the United States will allow a service dog, a service dog to enter the store with their disabled owner because some people might have diabetes and at any moment, you know, they could fall into a diabetic coma 
or they could have a vision problem, a lot of different reasons. They could be retired military and they are disabled and they need a service dog. Well, in other parts of uh, the country and certain places around the world, they don't uh, allow people with uh, certain type of disabilities to enter their store. I'm just happy that here in America, we have finally gotten it together and we allow, you know, the person with their service dog or with someone to accompany them, to help them, you know, get the things that they need to get and get right back to their home safely. Um, So right now, some of us are feeling even more dependent of others. That being said, when somebody offers to run errands for you, it's not a reason to bring you something different than what you've asked. Just because, you know, you have a disability doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, grateful regardless of whether you got what you were asking for. Or should I say, ungrateful. Because I notice a lot of people are being ungrateful. When people volunteer to do things, they'd rather him and haul and not see the blessings in having someone volunteer their time, their energies, their gasoline, and sometimes their money. Let's just say they can't afford to buy the expensive items, but they bought what they could, you know, afford to pay within their own budget and you the recipient have the audacity to complain about it oh this is not what I'm used to this is not the name brand I don't like this humble yourself ladies and gentlemen humble yourselves because at the end of the day at the end of the day isn't it about the thought that counts I would think so I'm not going to keep this podcast long. I've been missing you all. I have really been missing you all. And I wanted to come on just to check on you. Just to see how you guys have been maneuvering during this pandemic. And how has it affected your life? What are some things that you are doing to safeguard yourself from getting COVID-19? What are some tips that you could share to help keep others safe. You know, it could be natural, a natural vitamin C. I have a recipe for making a natural organic vitamin C using things in my garden, such as oranges and lemons. If you would like to receive a free recipe, email J-U-L-A-D-U-C-R-E at gmail.com. Once again, that email address is J-U-L-A-D-U-C-R-E at gmail.com. Well, there you have it. Stay safe. Stay warm. Well, if you're in Hawaii, aloha! Because I know that the water is wonderful. You've got the sun. You've got the beaches. Watch out for those. What do they call them, Um uh, um, tsunamis if you're in Hawaii if you're in Miami P. 
Peace. Margarita time. Have a great day. Stay warm. Be safe. And I'm out. Well, I'm back. Let's talk about Harvard Health Publishing from Harvard Medical School regarding coronavirus. As COVID-2 virus, known as COVID-2, it has sparked alarm worldwide, as we all should be aware by now. Countries around the world are grappling with surges in confirmed cases, hospitalizations, and many, many deaths. Preventive measures such as physical distancing and masks to slow the spread of the coronavirus have created a new normal in many, many places. Healthcare workers and hospitals have once again ramped up capabilities to care for large numbers of people made seriously ill by COVID-19. Meanwhile, scientists continue to explore potential treatments and prevention strategies. In December of this month, the FDA granted emergency authorization to two COVID-19 vaccines. At least two other vaccine candidates are close behind. The first vaccines were given in mid-December with healthcare workers and residents of long-term care facilities among the first to receive the injections. I'd like to share a few questions with you um, that not just people from the general public. Well, I guess I'm from the general public. And this is one of the main questions that I do have right now. I'm sure that you're going to have probably many, many questions as well as I do in the coming days. First question. Once I get the COVID-19 vaccine, can I stop taking other precautions? Well, here's what they're saying. The Harvard Medical Health uh, Center. Here's what they're saying. The vaccine will protect you from getting sick, but it may not prevent you from infecting others. That's why, at least for now, you should continue wearing a mask and physically distancing from others even after you get your shot. Did y'all hear that? Even after you get your shot, you should continue wearing a mask and physically distancing yourself from others. Clinical trials of the Pfizer slash BioNTech and Moderna vaccines found that both do a good job preventing symptomatic COVID-19 disease, including severe COVID-19 itself. However, the trials did not measure whether a person who is vaccinated is less likely to spread the virus to someone else. It's possible that the vaccines protect against COVID-19 disease, 
by preventing a person from becoming infected. However, it's also possible that the vaccine protects a person from getting sick, but does not prevent the vaccine uh, uh, virus from uh, replicating in that person's nose and throat. So I'm going to repeat that. It's possible that the vaccine protects a person from getting sick, but does not prevent the virus from replicating in that person's nose and throat. So the next question, does that mean there's enough virus in your nose and throat to infect someone else? They say not necessarily, but they say, quote, we need more research to know for sure. So the answer is they don't know. The next question is, where does that leave us? I want to know, and I'm sure you do too. If you're among the first groups of people to get vaccinated, it's best to continue wearing your mask and maintaining physical distance in order to protect others who haven't yet gotten the vaccine. And I'm going to go a little bit further. Continue washing your hands for 20 seconds. When I come back, we're going to talk about what do we need to know about the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine that the FDA has authorized for emergency use. What do we need to know? And also, will the COVID vaccine prevent us from infecting others? And lastly, could an mRNA vaccine change our DNA? Thank you for listening. Please hit the love, the like. Remember to share this podcast. Check out my other podcast. You can listen to the Jule Ducre Show on Spotify as well as other podcast platforms. Thank you and have a great, great day. Be safe. Wash your hands 20 seconds. Remember to wear your mask 